What if I told you that God could be seen in the most ordinary things every day? That if we just took a break from the busyness of our lives to just stop and look around, to consider the things that we encounter all the time and overlook, the lessons that we would learn from our children and in our homes, our families, what if I told you that everyday ordinary events could teach us extraordinary eternal truths? Would you believe me? Welcome to the Set Your Mind Above podcast, where everyday ordinary events teach us extraordinary eternal truths. I'm your host, BJ Seip, and I'm so glad that you've tuned in today. I'm excited to share my life and my faith with you, and I sure hope that you'll do the same with me along the way. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. If you want an accurate representation of who you really are, just watch what your children do and say. Kids are like a sponge, soaking up everything that they see and hear, especially from their parents. I've seen it the most with my daughter since she's older, but I'm even starting to see it with my son as well. But let me give you a few instances to help you understand what I mean. Going back to when we were still teaching all of our classes online in the midst of COVID, I remember one time walking back into my room after a class and seeing Ava sitting at my station with my headphones on and talking into the microphone. I asked her what she was doing and she goes, shh, I'm preaching, daddy. (laughs) It was probably one of the cutest things that she's ever done and she continued to want to do it from that day forward and I will always cherish that memory. Even as I'm writing this, She's next to me, working by me with her coloring books. She just wants to be like her daddy. However, that's not always the best thing. Because sometimes she will imitate the not-so-good things that I do or say as well. This brings us to what happened yesterday. We had some errands to run later in the evening around dinner time, so we decided that we would just go out to eat as well. We were just around the corner from Applebee's, which has some affordable Monday night deals, so we decided to pop in. We walked in, and wouldn't you know it, they had nearly an hour wait time to be seated. An hour at Applebee's on a weekday night. Uh, We were surprised, and we said we'd just find something else and thanked them and started to walk out. Ava was not happy about this, because she was hungry, or more accurate, she was hangry, and asked why we were leaving. And we told her that it was going to take too long to get our dinner here, so we were going to have to go somewhere else. Without missing a beat, Ava, in the most disgruntled tone, hollers, oh, come on. (laughs) And Kylie and I looked at each other wide-eyed, not knowing whether to laugh or cringe. So she laughed and I cringed. In our house, we never use foul language, but that doesn't mean that we always say the right things. When I'm frustrated, sometimes I have a tendency to say this very thing in that very same tone. When I'm saying it, I'm not thinking about how it actually comes out. But when it was coming from my daughter, 
I realized just how disrespectful it sounded. I had to be very gracious to my daughter because she was merely repeating what had been modeled for her by me. When we finally sat down for dinner somewhere else, I can't remember what everyone else ordered, but I can tell you that I had some humble pie. It was a great reminder to me that I need to be so careful about the things that I say and do, because whether I realize it or not, I am being watched. You might not think so, but you need to recognize that the very same thing applies to you as well. It's not just children. So even if you're not a parent, this applies to you, because someone is always watching us. Our actions and our words serve as an example to others, and you perhaps even have influence over people that you are completely unaware of. The question is this, are we an influence for good or an influence for evil? Let's consider two passages of Scripture together. Paul writes to the Philippians in chapter 4, verses 8 through 9, Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. As an apostle of Christ, Paul knew that Christians from all around the known world were looking to him to learn what it meant to follow Jesus. That's why Paul would encourage others to imitate him as he imitates Christ. In the way that he loved, in the way that he was willing to suffer for the gospel, in the way that he placed others before himself, no matter what Paul did, he was being watched and therefore had to be so careful about how he conducted himself. Paul tells Timothy, his son in the faith, how he knows that he has been watching his teaching, conduct, aim of life, faith, patience, love, steadfastness, and persecutions from the beginning in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 10-11. through 11 which is why he would tell Timothy in his first letter in chapter 4 and verse 12 that he must himself now set an example for believers to follow in speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity because others were now looking to him too. His influence had the power to establish one's faith, encourage a church, and edify a family. However, Let's also consider one more passage, a warning in Matthew chapter 18, verses 5 through 6, where Jesus teaches, Whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to sin, it would be better for him to have a great millstone fastened around his neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Your influence has a powerful impact on others, especially those who are looking up to you. We have to ask ourselves this question. 
What kind of an example am I setting? If people followed and imitated how I talk, would they be better or worse off for it? If people imitated my habits or my prayer life or how I read the word or how I treated those I am to be in submission to, would they be closer or further from God? I have seen the influence of some that they have on others distract someone's faith, divide churches, and destroy families. Jesus says if you fall into this category, that if the example you set was followed by others and caused them to stumble, that it would be better for a large stone to be tied around your neck and thrown into the ocean and drown. That's some strong language from our Lord to get us to realize how seriously we must take these things. Make no mistake, someone is always watching you. So what kind of an example are you setting? May God help us all to take a step back, to reflect on this, and to dedicate ourselves to being the kind of people that will help bring others closer to God by all the things that we do and say. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Tune in Tuesdays through Fridays as a new podcast episode will be uploaded each day. Also, be sure to follow the Facebook page for the Set Your Mind Above podcast for future announcements and weekly video sessions that are uploaded on Saturdays. As you have the opportunity, share these thoughts with your friends and family and share with me what important lessons you are learning from everyday, ordinary events. Until next time, know that I love you, that God loves you, and may we all each and every day set our minds above.